Hello, and welcome to the Jesus and a Cup of Joe podcast, the show that brings you a conversation about Jesus, the Bible, and life. Here is your host, Royce Bottoms. Hey, I want to welcome all of you to Jesus and a Cup of Joe. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. Spend it with me. I hope and pray you're having a fantastic day. You've got you a great cup of Joe, and you're ready to go. Every April, the beginning of every April, I remember going out uh, trout fishing with my cousins and my uncle. And we go up to a place called Helen, Georgia. And if you're from Georgia, you're you're familiar on what I'm talking about. But uh, Helen, Georgia is a little nestled town up in the Blue Ridge Mountains. Um, it really looks like uh, places out of Germany. Um, they do all types of German events and European events. Um, it's a good little town. A lot of people go and visit, whether it's summertime or, or fall or wintertime. But during the spring, that place is busy. That river behind it is busy with people trout fishing. And I remember this was an annual event. We would go, we'd set up camp, and then we'd go fishing. And we would hit the water at daybreak. As soon as it was legal for us to get in the water and drop a lure, we were fishing. And we'd fish all weekend. And we'd catch our daily limit, then we'd go back to camp. We would clean the fish that we we're going to eat, and then we clean the rest of them and put them on ice. But you know what? Before I went in there and got to fishing, we had to figure out what lures we were going to use, which rods we were going to use, and how was the fish going to bite that day? Because we could use tiger tails or bumblebees or just straight up fly lures, or they may bite on some spinner bait, something of this nature. Now, depending on where you're at, um, at that time, you could use live bait. But in some areas on the river, you only could use lures and artificial bait. Um, the game warden was really big about this. And so that's what we did. So we had to know what the equipment was that the fish was going to bite. So that's what I want to discuss today. I want to discuss gone fishing with Jesus. And I want to talk about the phrase fisher of men, which was spoken by Jesus when he called the two disciples, Simon Peter and Andrew, to follow him. Mark 1, 16 through 18. And as Jesus walked beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting nets into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come follow me, Jesus said, and I will make you fishers of men. And at once they left their nets and they followed him. The idea of fishing is to know the fish that you're looking for and attract the fish so you can catch them. To catch the fish, we must know the equipment that we're going to use. we got to know the habitat that these fish stay in. How deep is the water? And what type of bait will these fish go after? After we understand everything that we need for real fishing, then we can relate it to how to become fishers of men. You know, fishing is very unpredictable. There is no guarantee in the reward, but it requires patience and risk. In faith, the fishermen will throw their nets into the deep water, let it sink down into the lake out of sight, hoping that the rewards would be for the efforts of the catch. And so as we look at Simon Peter and his brother, they were casting nets into the water uh, doing fishing. And as we know today, there are still some areas that practice that. And some areas do fly fishing. And I'm going to be honest with you, I had to tip my hat to all the fly fishermen because that is uh, one skill I've never been able to learn is how to fly fish. I, I just love the old uh, rod and uh, reel, the Zebcos, and just be able to go out and cast. 
You know, God asked us to make disciples of all nations. If we look at Matthew 28, 18 through 20, then Jesus came to them and said, all the authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teach them to obey everything I've commanded you. And surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. You know, as we need equipment to be fishermen, we need the equipment to be fishers of men. To do that, we got to look at putting on the whole armor of God to be ready every time we go out fishing. And I know some of you may say, well, what does the armor of God have to do with fishing for people? Well, if you think about it, all right, Ephesians 6, 10 through 18 says, finally, be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so you'll be able to withstand the devil's schemes. For our struggles is not against the flesh and blood, but it's against the rulers, against the authorities, and against the power of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in this heavenly realm. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day comes and, and evil comes, that you may be able to stand your ground. And after you've done everything to stand, stand firm with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, the bread, the breastplate of righteousness in place and with your feet fitted with readiness that comes with the gospel of peace in addition to this take up your shield of faith and which you'll be able to extinguish the flaming arrows of the evil one and the helmet of salvation and the sword of spirit which will be the word of god and pray that the spirit at all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests with this in mind be alert and always keep praying for the lord's people once again, that's Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. That's talk about the whole armor of God. And it, and it stands true today if you think about it, okay? So here we are, we are Christians, and we're out fishing for people. We're out there doing what the Lord wants us to do, just go out and spread the gospel, all right? It's not up to us to save people. That's Jesus's job. Our job is to go out and tell them the good news, to tell them the gospel of Jesus, tell them what's happened to us, testify, give our witness that what God has done with us through his son, Jesus, so everyone would have an opportunity to come and know this man named Jesus. The times that we live in is a little tougher than what they were several years ago. We are living in some, some rough times. And I believe now more than ever, we need to be fishers of men. We need to go out here and cast our nets and start collecting up these people to share the gospel. But also, we need to have that armor of God on. For the simple fact is, the devil is out there. He's going to do everything he can to attack you. So having the armor, having it on, having the helmet of salvation and the, sport, the sword of spirit, which is the word of God, is one of our greatest tools that we could ever have. Having our Bible with us, knowing that the word of God is, is true and living, is one of the best weapons we can use against the devil today. Because if you look at it, and we're going to look at it in today's times now, all right. We all know what's taken place in the past couple of weeks with the Roe versus Wade. We know what's going on with this fight versus that fight. These people mad at these people and so on and so forth. 
All right. We know that it's out there. A lot of people are spewing a lot of evil and nasty things to each other. And honestly, they're attacking Christians. But here's the thing that I want you to understand. They're not really attacking us. Okay. They're actually attacking Jesus. We just happen to be the one that gets the brunt of it at the beginning. Because think about it. If you're walking in the truth and you're walking in the light and you are walking just like Jesus wants us to, they're going to attack us because when they see us, they see Jesus and that makes them mad. Now, do we all the time walk in the spirit and walk in the light? Absolutely not because we are flesh. And we are born in sin, and it's only through the redemption and through the mercy of the Lord Jesus Christ that we're able to have salvation. And to be able to fish for these people is something that we need to take serious uh, more now than ever. It's especially important that the shield of faith, which is to ward off the opposition of dem demonic forces, which we don't want to see men get tangled up in because I'm going to tell you something evil will pull men away from the gospel Pe people will get turned away from the gospel because of the devil's trickeries on this earth whether it is pornography whether it is um, some type of uh, other stuff that's on television or on the radio or something that catches our eye it's going to try to pull us away from the Lord and that's something we need to understand and be prepared for, okay? Because we, we can't just do this alone, all right? We need to make sure we have the sword of spirit and the word of God. Without these two pieces of spiritual equipment, we'll find fishing for men, souls, very impossible to do. And that's true, because if you go half-stepping, trying to tell people about Jesus, and you ain't brought everything to the table that the Lord wants you to bring, it's going to fail. And if you sit there and you run out of things to say because the spirit said enough's enough and you start trying to ad lib and start adding things to it, you're going to find out it falls apart. And there's a lot of times where people have done that in the past where, you know, this I see this a lot with uh, with some preachers where they'll preach their message, but but they'll come up short on time. But they feel like they got to fill that 30 minute or that one hour spot. So they just start creating stuff just to, to keep talking. And you'll find yourself sitting there in church, you know, and you had the spirit with you. Then all of a sudden the spirit's left because now all it's doing is just spewing words. Anybody can sit there and, and bump their gums and just say anything. But if it's not given by God to us and it's not spirit driven, it ain't going to hold water. All right. So when we're rejected, we must remember that Jesus told them to cast again. The fishermen knew that they would always have to cast again. A big catch tonight did not mean that they would stop casting tomorrow. A failed attempt yesterday does not mean that there's no fish around today. A torn net does not mean that it's over. We must always cast again. And the reason I, I bring that to you is because I don't want you to be discouraged either. Because think of it this way. How many of us have been discouraged? We have shared the gospel with someone. We have testified. We have witnessed to them just for them to shut us down, ignore us, or walk away. It, it, it kills us, right? It hurts our feelings and it makes us go, well, what happened? What did I do wrong? But also it could be the fact that they're not listening because they have a hard heart because the gospel hasn't gotten there to soften their heart. But it also could be that what you said that they ignored is starting to bury into their hardened heart to soften it. 
just like the uh, the sower that that the that's in the Bible that Jesus talks about, where he talks about the different grounds in the, in the seed that was was cast and how it grew and how it didn't grow. Okay, I don't want to get off track, but that's that's just a quick analogy I want to share with you. So don't get discouraged because sometimes that happens, and when it happens, we gotta cast again. Okay, every time we share the gospel, even me behind this microphone, I am fishing for people by doing this podcast. And sometimes it goes out there and there is a a decent catch that listens, that wants to know more about Jesus. And there's sometimes that the nets come up empty. But guess what? Just as I said, we got to go back. A failed attempt today doesn't mean we're going to fail tomorrow. It just means we got to get back out there and keep doing it. All right. Sharing the gospel again and choosing to love people again is what we need to do. We cannot live today off of yesterday's fantastic experiences or horrible failures. All right. Greatest is the faithfulness of his mercy begins afresh each morning. And we need to understand that just because we had great times or bad times yesterday, we can't let that drive us today. We can't let that drive us tomorrow, all right? We need to be able to wake up fresh every day, put our feet down on the ground, pray that the Lord will uh, give us what we need, and pray that His will, and remember, His will to be done. And if that happens and we pray that, then we're going to have a fantastic day no matter what this world throws at us, all right? Lastly, we must offer the only effective net. That's the gospel of Christ. To those who are perishing, the message of the cross is foolishness, but to us it's the power of God. 1 Corinthians 1.18 The gospel message is the power to change lives, shine light into darkness, deliver evil men from hell. There is a power in no other message, no other net to be cast except the gospel of Jesus Christ. All right? We need to know that I am not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of God through salvation for everyone who believes, first for the Jew and then for the Gentile, Roman 1, 16. This was Jesus' message to Peter and Andrew to follow me, to learn me, to understand my mission and my message. And only then will we be able to be truly fishers of men, to be able to fully understand the message and the mission of Jesus Christ is the only way that we can be effective as disciples to go out and do what Jesus said, because we were charged to go out and do that. Once again, I'm going to share with you, all right, Matthew 28, 18 through 20 as my closing for today's episode. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in the heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. Baptize them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teach them to obey everything I've commanded you. And surely I'm with you always to the very end of the ages. How exciting to know that Jesus is with us no matter what. And that we could be fishers of men to be able to cast our nets and to tell this lost and dying world about Jesus. So the biggest thing that we can do is pick up our nets and start following Jesus to the end. Because he is worthy of us following him. So I want to thank all of you for taking time to listen to today's episode. 
Uh, hope and pray you guys having a fantastic weekend. This is the weekend of Independence Day. So first and foremost, happy Fourth uh, of July upcoming. I hope you stay safe. If you're traveling, pray that you, wherever you end up for your vacation, that you're safe. Um, I just, you know, like you said, thank all of you for for listening and following. Remember, go to our website, JesusInACupOfJoe.com. You can always listen to the episodes, uh, see the live streams on there, be able to look at some of our great sponsors um, that that help us out on this podcast. Make sure you go to our uh, prayer page at Jesus and a Cup of Joe prayer group. If you have a, a spoken or unspoken prayer, we'll be more than happy to pray for you, okay? So you can find us on all social media. You can find us on YouTube. We do a lot of streaming there. But I'm going to get ready to wrap up because uh, I'm going to get ready to try to enjoy my weekend. But as always, thank you so much. God bless each and every one of you. And remember, you always start your day with Jesus and a Cup of Joe. God bless.